0: How can we, as entrepreneurs, create and grow an online business that generates consistent income so we can live a comfortable lifestyle without working crazy hours? This podcast is designed to answer that question. I'm your host, Haley Burkhead. Thank you for tuning in, and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. If we have not yet met, I am Haley. I help emotionally drained workaholic entrepreneurs get out of that hamster wheel they call their business and turn it into something that is simple and automated that pumps out consistent income. That is my goal. And if you are one of those entrepreneurs and you're saying, yeah, that sounds a lot like me. I'm emotionally drained. I feel like I can be a workaholic. I am doing things just to do things. And I desperately want to create consistent income. This is what I want you to do. Go to profitplanner.co slash free. Sign up for the free class over how to create consistent income without adding more to your schedule. Okay. Let's dive into the June income report over how the heck I made $63,282 this June. Let me tell you, it has been a crazy freaking month. I have four, not three, four milestones I want to go over, and then I will break down exactly how I made the amount of money that I made. Okay, milestone number one, I officially moved out of win arkansas and to fort worth texas i don't know if you guys have been listening over the past year but or if you even believe in manifestation let me tell you i believe in manifestation because i hands down 100 percent believe i manifested this move into my life it was insane how it all happened um You know, a lot of, you know, I was isolated and I was really lonely when I lived in when Arkansas, um, it was really lonely. That's kind of, that's all the description you need. And I know I've been talking about this for the past year and I'm going to get emotional and I'm going to try not to cry, but I've been reading more about signs from the universe lately. And I was, oh, I was at this. I was kayaking with one of my amazing friends, Amy, and I had this really great idea for a skincare company, which I've talked a little bit about in the last income report. Well, then I said, okay, universe, if this is a great idea, I want you to send me this uh, my sign to me. Okay. Then what happens is a dragonfly sits on my kayak and he like the, the dragonfly literally would not move. Even I was like rocking it. I was like, okay, universe, if this is a great idea. Then what I want you to do is I want the dragonfly to land on my arm. Okay, within three minutes the dragonfly landed on my arm and it stayed on my arm for fifteen minutes, even while I was paddling the kayak. It just chilled there, and it was it was a crazy. And I thought, okay, dragonfly is my sign in the universe. That's how it came to be. So then what I did is I used the dragonfly or the dragonfly sign into this move if this is too woo-woo for you, I am sorry, ignore it. I am a woo-woo person. So I am breaking, (laughs) imagine this. Every income report, I talk about me crying. I am breaking down crying the day of our move. I'm thinking, I have never left my family. I've never been this far away from my family. I love my family. I'm very close with my family. I have one of the best families ever. I really love them. We're very tight-knit and very close. So I'm moving seven, eight hours away from my family I'm bawling my eyes out. The morning we packed everything up. Everything's in the U-Haul. I was like, I don't want to move. I'm gonna miss And Creed is like, well, this is your idea. So like buck up buttercup. Get in the get in the truck. We're moving. So I, I get in the truck. We're we're leaving. And I I call my parents. I'm like, I'm gonna miss you guys. Like, of course, I'm like kind of crying and trying to hide that I've been crying, and I told us I've been crying all morning. So and then I when we hung up? I said, if this move is the right move for me, if this was meant to be, I want to see a dragonfly when I get there. I want to see a dragonfly at my house, at our new house when I get there. Okay, now I'm really going to start crying. Okay, so then uh, we went through all this mess. Oh my gosh, moving was crazy. We literally were driving through a tornado on the way to Texas. was crazy. Anyways, we get there. The next morning, we start unpacking. And in the herb garden, in our front yard, was a dragonfly, one dragonfly. And then it flew on my arm. And I, now I'm gonna cry. I just felt so at home. And if you guys knew how lonely and isolated I was, I really am crying, how lonely and isolated I was in that town. I was getting so depressed. I had terrible anxiety. I was so stressed out, guys. Okay, let me take a moment. (laughs) It was really hard. It was really hard. I felt really alone. And, and now I'm in this place and I've been manifesting this and I have created a business that has allowed me to retire my husband and my, I quit my job in one year. And we move to a city that I've always wanted to live in, like a city, city where people are, where other entrepreneurs are. And I got to do this. And it was like such, whew, it was great. So I'm very happy. Um, (laughs) Okay, let me move to milestone number two. So I will not continue to cry through this income report. But I really, and also real quick, I really want to mention, I am so thankful for all of you who have sent me, oh my gosh, uh, gifts. Like you guys have sent me gifts in the mail at our new address. Like, thank you. You have DM'd me the sweetest things and checked up on me. Thank you. Like all of you guys. Thank you so much. You have been, you are the best people in this entire world. I'm so thankful for, for all of you guys. I brag on my following all the time. Cause I'm like, you don't understand. I, I hear so many people that just complain about their audience. I'm like, no, I love my people. My people are like my best friends. That's exactly how I feel about you. You are, are my friends. I really genuinely thank you for like being so supportive and following me along on this journey because you know, we haven't been in business for very long and you guys are everything to me. Okay. shaking off the emotions. Okay. Milestone number two. Let's move on. I have learned that it is selfish to be selfless and this was really hard for me. Okay. This has been this has been a really hard lesson for me to learn because I was taught from the time I was young to be selfless, to put others before yourself. I grew up in a very like southern religious like Christian culture and so it was always God, family, you. That's the way it was. And you always put God first, family second and yourself last. Yep, I'm done thinking that way. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm done thinking that way. I am putting myself first, I am, I, I will not curse, but I am so freaking tired of being told that I am not to be put first and I'm to put others before myself. No, done, I'm done, I'm not putting others before myself anymore because uh, what I'm realizing is I am so desperately wanting other people to approve of me, so I am putting myself last in the name of being selfless. And my friend called me out on this, this month. She was like, you always say you're selfless, but really you're being selfish because you're doing it because you're just wanting their approval. You're scared of rejection. I was like, Oh golly, Okay. Okay. Here we go. Trigger moment. Like have friends like that, by the way, that call you out on your stuff. It's very helpful to have friends like that. So what I realized was, Oh, I'm being selfless. I say that in air quotes because I'm so scared of rejection and I desperately have this need to be approved, which is a very typical Enneagram three thing. If you know the Enneagram, I talk about the Enneagram a lot here. Um, the Enneagram three, their deep desire is for approval of other people. They desperately crave approval. And so what I've, I have had unhealthy boundaries in the past. I have had, uh, an unhealthy attachment to needing other people to approve of me. And that has held me back so much in business, so much in business. I actually just had a conversation about this Monday with one of my girl, my entrepreneur girlfriends. And she was telling me too, this has been a common theme this month. Stop being selfless because it is selfish to be selfless. Stop putting others in front of you because then you, what ends up happening, you are overwhelmed. You are not a good leader. You are being, you are, um, you're not being the best version of yourself because you're just trying to avoid rejection. And that's not what a higher level being does. What a wake up call, what a wake up call. So what I have had to start doing is just being aware. I'm not, I'm not like being extreme and changing everything right now. I'm just being aware, ooh, I feel really drained right now. I need to set a boundary on how many meetings I have on my calendar. Ooh, I'm saying yes to so many things. I need to talk to my team and tell them to stop letting me say yes to everything. And I've done that. And my team's like, yeah, you have to stop saying yes. And Instagram DM lately." <laughs> and that's my problem. So I'm like be, trying to be selfless and trying to help other people. And it's not, not healthy for me at all. I have to start setting boundaries and I have to stop caring so much about needing approval. Otherwise I'm going to run myself ragged and I'm just going to be one emotionally drained, hot mess. That is not, what a CEO and what a fantastic leader looks like in my eyes. That's not what the future self, I want my future self to look like. So that means that in there's a, um, this is how I view my life. This is the where I am. And this is where I want to be. And if those two things do not match right now, I have to look at the gap and how I can bridge that gap. So right now, how I can bridge that gap is setting healthy boundaries and learning how to love people differently than I do right now. Because lo- loving other people, loving people like I do right now is throwing myself like on the ground and like doing everything for them. Right. Got to stop doing that. So that was milestone number two, massive, massive mindset shift that I made. Um, okay. So milestone number three, this one, I think a lot of you can relate to because I get this question a lot is about momentum. Okay. I took three weeks off this month. I was on a family vacation with my family because I really wanted to spend quality time with them before I left and I did my move. We had a retirement party that lasted a week uh, for my mother-in-law and, and then we were moving. So I took three weeks off and let me tell you, it was amazing. I loved taking time off. I needed I desperately needed to take time off because I was resenting people um in my life because I I was I was blaming them for uh the amount of time that I had to work. Like just being honest here. That's what income reports are all about, right? Transparency and honesty so you can avoid what I'm doing. Um I'm always trying to like get under the skin and like do a layer deeper. Um I don't want to do like the fluffy BS. So this is going to be a little bit embarrassing, but um I did take three weeks off. It was really good. It was really great. I, oh my gosh, like spending quality time with my family and just literally, um, slack sometimes blows up for me. And so I just turned my phone off and it was great because I knew that I wasn't going to miss out on any messages because my team had it covered and I didn't need to see them because they probably weren't even tagging me to begin with. It was just a notification. I just turned it off. It was, it was amazing. And that's weird for me because normally that would give me anxiety. Normally I would, I would want not anxiety in a bad way. Like I have to work, but like I usually want to work. It was weird not wanting to work. And I really, I really liked it. I did. It, and I keep repeating that just because how weird it is to me. So I found myself being inspired to clean my closet, found myself being inspired to like organize my bathroom and hang out with my husband and do things that I normally not inspired to do. Normally I'm like, let's hire a house cleaner. That's not efficient use of my time. <laughs> like that's, that's the way my brain thinks. Um, but I wanted to just do something that was creative and not business. And so now I can relate to some of you guys more that say that cause I never understood that never understood it. Now I do, <laughs> but what I found myself in was really interesting. When I took three weeks off, I lost momentum. And that was hard. That was really hard because whenever um, whenever I got back to work a week after we settled into our new home, thankfully, I was able to be super present on moving. I did not let anyone distract me on moving because that was very important to me. I wanted to move and be super present during that week. So and, and you guys totally respected that. Like, and I love you for that. I mean, pretty much everyone respected that week of, of my time. Cause you guys have seen the buildup of the moment of me moving, right? Like it was, you guys were the best, but then I moved into working again and it wasn't like I wasn't excited to work, but I didn't have that normal fire and motivation and passion that I usually do for it, which was a weird feeling for me. It was different. It was odd. So, uh, I use, cause I usually want to at least work two hours a day, like at least two hours a day minimum, because I just love, love the work that I do. But I didn't, I, I didn't even want to work at all. Really? So I experienced this new feeling and I try to be flexible as things came up. What always gets my momentum back though, is going live on Instagram every time. So this is what I ended up doing. I realized I'm overwhelmed. Oh, this is another thing that I learned. Okay, so I found myself my internal voice kept saying, "I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm over I've been off for 3 weeks. I'm overwhelmed." But this is so interesting, guys. I hope you guys learned something from this because this was this was a big learning experience for me. So, when I got back, I expected it to be overwhelming because I had taken 3 weeks off. Did it need to be overwhelming? No. Did I make it overwhelming? Yes. Did I make it overwhelming for my team? Unnecessarily. Yes. I decided that we were going to go on a two-week deep cleaning spree before our team retreat. And we had this massive to-do list and crunched timeline. Yeah. And I just thought it was going to be a fun project. (laughs) I made it unnecessarily overwhelming and stressful because I expected it to be overwhelming and stressful. So are you doing this in your business? Are you are you saying you're overwhelmed and are you making it to where it's overwhelming? Because no one else is, but you, right? Like you get to control the deadlines and you get to control your time throughout the day. So that's something that I've had to learn anyways. um, To get my momentum back, what I did was I went on Instagram live and I talked to you guys. And as soon as I did that, I was back. I was like, "This is the reason why I'm. This is who I'm doing it for." Yes, I'm so excited for this. I need to reach more people now. I have big goals. Then I went back to my projection plan on my whiteboard. If you guys are in the Scalability Lounge, you know what I'm talking about when I say projection plan. You have a projection plan of your own, so that's what I'm talking about there. Using my projection plan, and then I was just like off to the races. I'm like, "Okay, let's do this thing." So yeah, now let's go to milestone number four, and this goes to team changes, and deep cleaning. So I believe I've announced this um, on the last income report, but I'm not 100% sure if I did. So Hannah's no longer with us because she didn't want to move to salary. So like I told her for two to three months, hey, you can move to salary. We're trying to transition everyone to salary. She didn't want to do that, and she didn't want to work less hours. So we decided it wasn't the best. And like it wasn't a bad move, like a transition but it put a lot on our team. Because we just had a new member, Shelly. If you're in the skillability Lounge, you know Shelly is, she's, a, oh gosh, Shelly's amazing. Um, if you have not met her yet, you'll love her. She's so detail-oriented. I, I'm i obsessed with Shelly, she's great. Um, but it put a lot of pressure on our team. The transition did for sure. I mean, that's a lot. Hannah, Hannah did a lot and uh, she was responsible for a lot. So moving and training and moving all of that over to Shelly, Thankfully, we had amazing SOPs and it wasn't as bad of a transition as it could have been because we're very organized on the back end. But anytime that happens, you know, it's a transition. It is. So that was something that we have done. And then whenever we did that transition, I realized, oh, we had a lot of holes in places because uh, some of the routines were not followed properly. So um, then what I decided to do is, I was like, okay, now I have a team that I trust, literally everyone on our, my team, I'm like, I could leave for six weeks and I would trust their decision-making. I I really love my team. And so I thought, let's go through a deep cleaning process as a team and we're going to do it all in two weeks. We're going to go through all of our post-it notes. We're going to go through the post-it profit system. We're going to make this massive list. And when I talk about massive list, I created a list of Things over 20 pieces of copy paper. I like literally brain dumped all of them. All of the things that we needed to go through and deep clean and update and create an audit for. But I realized that I would have loved to do that in two weeks. But that doesn't mean my team would have loved to do that in two weeks. So me, as I'm learning to be a better leader, I'm realizing... Everyone doesn't work on the same speed as Haley, and that's okay. And we should be able to allot things to go slower for especially for projects like this that aren't direct sales and marketing. Um that way it doesn't put pressure on things. and I just but you know what I'm so thankful about, though, is that my team we are open uh, and we're very open on communication. I'm like, I mean, especially, um, I know if you're an recurring profit, you know, Ashley, so Ashley basically manages the business and like Ashley and I are in constant communication. She's so open with me, like, which is so great because I get an insight into her mind and how she thinks, and she gets an insight into my mind, how I think it's like, we don't beat around the bush, which is nice because when I did this deep cleaning process, actually was like, okay, we can do this. But then what happened is we had to add a webinar on top of that. We had a launch going on. We had all these other things going on. And Ashley was like, Mm-mm, no. And then I had to take a step back and say, mm, yeah, I, I feel you. So then um, I did a lot of rearranging and click up and, and we got everything sorted on new due dates. But that's kind of how it works is there? there's a lot of projects to make everything even more simple and automated. I think that's what happens as you grow a business is you grow your business, it gets more complicated, then you have to simplify and automate it again. Then it gets more complicated, then you have to simplify and automate it again. And you go through this ever-changing process of constantly trying to go back to your roots of being simple and automated. Otherwise, everyone is gonna feel overwhelmed and that is a recipe for slow growth and and not not nothing good. Nothing good comes out of that. So let's, let's avoid that. Right? So those are all of my milestones that I had this month. It was a really good month. It really was. I've learned so much about myself and I'm going to keep being a little bit more woo woo, but I, and I don't have this on my notes, but I wanted to mention this to you guys. This is going to sound weird. Feel free to fast forward three to five minutes if you want to just hear how much money we made and where we made it from. Okay, (laughs) are you ready? I'm listening to this book called The Untethered Soul. And in The Untethered Soul, this is embarrassing, but I trust you guys. Okay, I'm going to keep going with this. So in The Untethered Soul, it's like a really deep high-level book about spirituality and the consciousness of a human being. So it talks about this internal voice we have. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Like the voice that never shuts up And it's always going and going and going and going and going. And what I realized was, oh my gosh, when I go to TV, when I go to binging Netflix, or when I go to binging food, it's because I'm trying to avoid this voice. So, what I did was I separated myself from the internal voice. So, I call my internal voice Marley. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get away from Marley right now. That's why I'm binge eating. I'm just trying to avoid Marley in my head. Because, listen, Marley is mean. (laughs) I was at a retreat one time and Marley was telling me a lot of things. Like, Haley, no one wants you here. They invited you out of pity. These people have bigger businesses than you. Like this is a joke. Or Haley, they just think you work all the time so you can't really fit in and talk about what they like in their life. And so then I got really competitive and I'm like, I'm gonna relax more than anyone else. I'm gonna be the best relaxer. And of course that didn't work because then I wasn't really relaxed. I was like trying to beat everyone at relaxing. It was like a whole thing anyways, but it spurred. I was so self-conscious the whole time. I was, I was like, I was self-sabotaging myself and not fitting in because I told myself I didn't fit in there. And that's the voice that Marley is. Marley talks like that. And what I've had to realize is separating myself from Marley. So I can objectively look at Marley's voice and say, Okay. That wasn't me. I don't think that way about myself and I'm going to choose to think this and I'm going to redirect my thoughts. Another thing I'm working on is quieting Marley (laughs) because Marley talks a lot. Marley actually talks constantly. She's talking right now. Marley's like, should you be talking about this? Right? Like, it's like this anxiety. And what I'm realizing is this is not healthy. This is not a way to live my life. I don't want to do this. So I'm going to use meditation to quiet the voice of Marley. I'm going to use meditation to hopefully eliminate her I don't know. or maybe just make Marley nicer. That would be great. Um, maybe heal Marley. Marley has a lot of wounds that need to be healed. Like and everyone has a Marley in their head. Everyone has a Marley in their head. It's not just me. So I would love for you to think about your Marley. What does your Marley say? And I'm telling you, spend the next seven days being aware of what's going on in your brain and what your Marley's telling you. Because I've realized, like, like I talked uh, in my December and January income report that my Marley was telling me that I was too dumb to make business decisions, so I sabotaged my business, right? Like, Marley's can sabotage your business. Marley's can sabotage your life and your friendships and even your marriage. There's so many things, so be very careful of what the Marley's saying., um, I know that sounds a little bit odd that I call my voice a name, but the reason why I do that is because I want to separate myself from that voice in my head. otherwise, it becomes shame talk. And so like, okay, for instance, let's say I'm at that back at that retreat, right? And I'm saying, oh, you're such a loser. You were only invited here because it was like a pity thing. Or maybe they just wanted you to tag them on Instagram for their more followers, like whatever. Anyways, that's what I tell myself in my head. That is immediate shame talk. That is me. It's shame. It's not guilt. It's shame. Shame is deep. Shame is like wounds talking that need to be healed. But that's good. Because when those things come up, then you can say, ooh, Marley said this, I need to heal that wound. I need to be very thankful that this came up in my life right now because now I know what to heal and what I need to avoid. This is definitely something that I need to work on right now in my life, which is me not feeling intelligent. Like that's what it used to be, right? And I've done a lot of work around that. And now it's the need for approval of other people. So I'm constantly working on uploading myself as a human being and being super aware of the thoughts that are coming into my mind right now. Okay, that was a lot, I know. Let me move on to all the different ways that we actually made $63,282 this month in June. So recurring profit, which is our high level program where we transition people from service-based businesses to course and membership site-based businesses. We basically, it's, it's really, really good. We up level Your marketing to be, it's very high level marketing strategy to get you to 10K plus consistent months. So that's what that is. We made $29,050 that month. Then the Scalability Lounge made $30,444. I saw 444 and I was like, angel number. Um, Then we have my private calls, which I normally take like one to four a month. We made $950 on that. And then we made $2,838 from affiliate. Funny story about that. So as you guys know, like Tabitha hacked me a few months ago, right? That Tabitha is like a well-known scam artist in our industry. She steals people's money online. Well, she's still at me. I haven't been updating on Instagram because it's like a whole legal thing. But oh my gosh, guys. Well, she somehow hacked my Kajabi and sent my Kajabi affiliate money to her bank account. <laughs> Thankfully, Kajabi is like the best company in the world. Um, but, yeah, so we got all of our money back from that. So that was our, uh, it's our affiliate money plus the affiliate money I got from uh, Gravy, another company that I don't really talk about um, publicly. Um, we're just so on the back end with friends that need it because it's for, like, super higher-level companies. But, yeah, so that that's our story about affiliates. But if you do want to join Kajabi under my link, we have the best thing in store for you. I'm not even kidding. So, oh, my gosh. Okay before I end, I definitely have to mention this. So Kajabi picked us, me, I'm not just saying me, I'm talking about you too, because I'm not in this alone. You guys are their favorite people. I'm not kidding you. Like Kajabi loves my audience. Every single time I'm on classes with Kajabi, like we got up to the seat. They have heard about you guys. The CEO has heard about you guys. And how amazing our classes are because you are the most encouraging people. Like you get on. Allie said that most people, when they get on, people are rude. They ask like rude questions and stuff. And you guys are like, your hair is so pretty. Oh my gosh, I love the way you explain this. I'm like, yeah, my audience, if you ever need a self-esteem booster, my audience is there for you. Um, So Kajabi loves, loves you guys so much and how sweet you are, how appreciative you are of everything that they give us as free bonuses. So Ali emailed us my team and she said, okay, listen, we're doing something special, but we're not going to do it for everyone. And so you are going to be the only person that gets this bonus right now. It's like, okay, I'm listening. And so the bonus is we already give people free copy and paste funnels if they join through my link, which is profitplanner.co slash Kajabi. You get a 30 day free trial and then 10% forever, like forever 10% off from your account. So you get that, you get all those bonuses, right? Amazing. But then on top of that, they gave me and you guys, are you ready for this? Free accountability support. So let me explain a little bit. So what I mean by that is if you sign up through my Kajabi link, you actually get the Kajabi specialist to walk through your sales goals with you to walk through. Like if you want to create your website in Kajabi, they will help frame that up for you. They like, they are yours. So you get one call and then 30 days later, you get another call for them to hold you accountable. And then another 30 to 60 days later, I think you get another call. It's three calls for free. And I kept asking her, ask her three times. I was like, this is free for them. And it was. And so I was so excited. I was so honored that Kajabi chose us to give this bonus to. And so if you want to make sure you get that bonus, go to profitplanner.co slash Kajabi. Um, If you want to make sure you use this tool correctly and you start making sales quickly, then um, DM me on Instagram at Haley Burkhead, H-A-L-E-Y-B-U-R-K-H-E-A-D, DM me and say, hey, I just listened to your income report. I want the free training over how to automate my marketing for my course or membership site because we just did a a class. I'll give you a replay link to that class, but the class is called how to automate the digital marketing of your course or membership site. And we go over a lot of different things. Um, it's, it's really, really good. So we go over strategies for your marketing strategies and automation strategies. And then um, Ali will show you how to actually set up everything inside of Kajabi. So it's a really cool class. And then you can sign up for the free trial and do that class. That way you can um, use the strategies to sell quickly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, one more thing. So in this class, I mentioned you do not have an have to have an opt-in to sell your course or membership site and people lost their minds. They're like, what the heck? I know you do not have to have an opt-in. So many people teach opt-ins and that's fine. You can have an opt-in, but it's the longer route. You don't have to have an opt-in. You're going have to have an opt-in to warm up your audience. There are way other quicker ways, in my opinion, to do this. And so, yeah, it's really exciting. You'll have to watch the trading. It's really good. Um, I believe right now the pretty link, if you don't want to DM me um, and you just want to go to it, try slash automated dash replay. So that's what the pretty link is right now. We'll just leave that there and let that go if you want to watch the replay of that. Um, But we'll also make like, I'm actually going to edit the class to be a little bit shorter and get the pauses out of there. Um, And I'm going to put little things like below the video with all the links because I'm going to give you guys free templates and stuff. So I'll update that within the next month or so. But yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh. This is, it's been such a good month. Thank you for putting up with me crying at the beginning of this income report. And seriously, if you are an entrepreneur right now who desperately wants consistent income, you really want to use the scalability factor in your business to grow your business like mine. You want a simple automated business that doesn't, well, gosh, like doesn't mean that you're chained to your laptop or you have that anxiety every day around running your business, right? sign up for the free training, get your booty in a free seat, profitplannerco slash free. Thank you so much for listening to this income report. I absolutely love doing these for you guys and oh my gosh. Okay. I'm gonna actually say one more thing before I go. This is going to be crazy. The CEO vibes podcast is going to no longer have new episodes added to it. And we are creating a brand new podcast from scratch called The Scalability Show. It's going to be so freaking good. I am so excited. You have no idea. Like, this podcast is going to be the best podcast on the entire planet. Not kidding you. It is going to launch sometime in August or September. I do not have an official date yet. But... I do have some really cool prizes for you coming up and two, I need your help. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on Instagram and I'll tell you how you can specifically help me and become a a launch cheerleader with us for the scalability show because uh, we really want to hit new and noteworthy. We really want to hit the top charts and I know we can do that with your help. Uh, I know we have so many of you that are like ready to help get the word out and spread the mission because guys, this is a mission of getting entrepreneurs out of survival mode. This isn't just a me thing. This is a us thing. So I know you're ready to help get this word out of, of getting more entrepreneurs out of a fear-based mindset of making decisions. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm really thankful that we met online and that you're following me so that we can all do this together because this is definitely a group effort. And I'm very thankful you're a part of this mission. Okay, I'm off. I hope you have a really great rest of your day and I'm glad we got to chat. Bye guys. Thank you for choosing to spend time with me today. You are incredible for raising your hand to being a CEO and not settling for the hustle heavy lifestyle of the modern day entrepreneur. Now every single month we have an Amazon gift card drawing for the amazing entrepreneurs that leave us a review on iTunes. Leaving a review helps us get in front of more people, which allows this movement to spread wider and grow faster. So leave a review right now, drop what you're doing, leave that amazing review so that you can win the chance to have an Amazon gift card. And also just thanks for sharing this show or this specific episode with a friend or just sharing on Instagram stories. You are helping us accomplish this mission of giving more entrepreneurs control of their time and control of their money. You play such a massive role, and I appreciate everything you do. I will talk to you very soon on the next episode, and until then, keep killing it.